You're a lot further along than you might think. Don't let your, your circumstance dictate who you are as a spirit. And the more you can know your power, know your worth, and share it freely with anybody you can, sharing your magic, your energy, your, your light with the world, then the circumstance, I promise you, will change for the better. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and on this podcast, I talk about the spiritual awakening process and all the different challenges and blessings and experiences that I know a lot of you are going through, but maybe have no one to talk about it with, and you might feel like you're alone in this. Well, I want to let you know you're not alone, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I also felt alone and I wanted to put something out there that I never had when I was going through a lot of these ups and downs and, and unique experiences associated with the spiritual awakening process. And my, my essential intention with this podcast is to help people like you learn how to master and navigate your spiritual awakening process so that you can, you can reap all the beautiful benefits that, that I have that I know is in your cards as well. So welcome to my podcast, my friend. It's an honor and a blessing to have you. Five signs that you are on track, you are on your highest timeline. Sign number one, a nonlinear progression through life. A lot of times what happens is we realize we're meant to be doing something and we take that one step forward and then what the higher self tends to do is bring up sometimes a lot at once of our unresolved issues that would, if given the chance, ruin this new pursuit. So instead of going in this linear fashion towards this goal with this unconsciousness dragging behind us, we deal with it in the moment. And But because of the timing, you were going forward, things were fine, and bam, you hit a wall, which is just yourself. And now, now, now you're off track, it seems, but really, no, you're dealing with the exact issues that are relevant to this path you're about to go on. And then what happens is once some of once that's cleared away, which will happen, that's why you're probably dealing with it right now, then all of a sudden you're like re-enthused by this thing and you're pulled back on. But the difference is when you finally recommit to whatever path you were going down, now you're not weighed down by the past. Number two, you're learning from your challenges. How many people do you know in your life that don't really get the lesson? You can see them playing out stuff in their life and you're like, man, you can, you can see like the underlying reason why they're going through some of the things they're going through, but it's just evident they're just not, that they're just reacting, they're in victim mode and they're just playing out their karma basically very unconsciously. But that's not you. Yeah, you have challenges, maybe more so than them because you're, you're accelerating your soul is evolution in a sense. So you might have a lot of different things coming on, but you always learn from them. There's a part of you that knows it's happening for a reason. There's something to gain and benefit, and there's always a lesson. And these lessons, they might seem insignificant, but they're priceless. For example, I'm like now a coach online. And if you would have you know, witnessed me the first 20 something years of my life, you would have said, this is the last guy that's ever gonna become a coach. He's a, he's a, he's a, 
he's a, he's a, a, a fuck up. He's a screw up. I was a junkie. I was a drug addict. I had all sorts of problems, trauma, all this kind of stuff. So it's like, but I learned from all of that. I've known people who have grown up in the same household with the same traumas where one of the people allowed that trauma to weigh them down. And the other person used that exact circumstance to like almost as fuel for their rocket ship into uh, success and abundance and happiness and service and purpose and fulfillment. Same circumstance. Most people are like the former I just mentioned. Most people are weighed down by their problems, their trauma. They get into victim mentality. They complain about it. They reinforce it. And they just sort of accept it, not knowing that they're powerful enough to transcend it at any moment. But you, you, you look for the deeper meaning within these challenges and you learn from them. And if you keep doing that, you'll always be elevating your consciousness and, and soaring in terms of your timeline. Three, you can't shake the shadow work. Just when you think you're done, just when you've had a big breakthrough and you think, okay, now I'm finally gonna get a little reprieve and a vacation and have an easy time moving forward. Nope, there's more. Mother wound, father wound, past life, ancestral trauma. Ah, when will it end? What am I doing wrong? Nothing, you're not doing anything wrong. You just, because you learn from your challenges, your higher self keeps throwing, a, throwing you this energy to transmute. And you're actually, you're doing it not only for yourself, but for your ancestors, for your other incarnations. You're like this transmutation freaking vortex. <laughs> and you just, because you're at this level of consciousness, you can, you can do that. You have that ability, that, al that alchemy ability within yourself. And I'll tell you what, I've known spiritual seekers that sort of seem to be done with their shadow work. And what is really happening is their ego has completely come back and taken hold. Their humility has gone out the window and, and, and they've sort of like fallen back asleep, but they don't think so because they've got this really flashy spiritual identity. They're cloaked, their ego has cloaked themselves in but you're the one who's constantly brought to your knees by the universe good. You'll stay humble. You'll remain forever a student. And I'm telling you, this, this humility is necessary, at least in my experience, to remain in this connected place with your highest time, with your true authentic self. So it's good. It's good if you're struggling still, if you're aware. Being, being like... Having a lot of shadow work to do, a lot of unresolved issues, what does that imply? It implies awareness. Just because many people are oblivious to how much work they have yet to do and how much they're dragging around and to what degree their life is being directly influenced by complete unconsciousness and ego, that doesn't mean they're good even though they think so. You know you're a mess. That's good. Aristotle, I think it was, or Socrates was asked one time, what makes... So someone came up to Socrates, famous philosopher, you know him. They said, Socrates, you're obviously like super wise. Like what, what makes you so wise in, in, amongst all these people? What, what is it different about you? And he said, I know that I don't know a thing. Number four, quite simply, you, you could have probably skipped this part in the video, but you have an intuitive knowing that everything's fine. I know it doesn't look fine on the surface. You could easily make a case for why you're screwed. You're up Shit's Creek without a paddle. It's clear as day, it's in, the, it's in the data, and your mind will certainly confirm it. So yeah, you're right, this is not good. You're, you're in a tough situation, but your heart, or rather like the 
center of your heart, that part of you that is still and at peace, that where the intuition kind of springs from, that part of you, it's like the, it's like the eye of a hurricane. It's still, it's cool, like Fonzie, collected, at ease. It knows you're good. It knows everything's playing out the way it's supposed to. It knows that life is always happening for you. It knows that you, your higher self, you can bounce off of anything. Any challenge is only really just gonna catapult you upward anyway. The greater the challenge, the higher you will soar. And there's a part of you in this moment that knows that. But your brain just hasn't got the memo. Your brain likes to worry and complain and fret and, and desperately, you know, in a futile way, seek certainty and stability in this sort of non-linear, wiggly, Alan Watts calls this, this life, he calls it wiggly. He says, life is wiggly. And it's our mind that tries to impose all these straight lines. If you look at the way we design our architecture, there's the, the door and this is all squared and straight lines. And he said, we're trying to impose this structure on something that is inherently wiggly. So your mind is never gonna feel comfortable with where you're at, but you'll always have this other part of you that is tapped into the wiggly nature of reality that knows you're good. And number five, you've been experiencing, at the very least, glimpses of authentic passion. There's a passion frequency that sometimes comes up in your body. And it might come and then go away for a while, but you know what I mean by that. Most people, their flame is like not burnt out, but pretty much burnt out, covered up by their unconsciousness, where you have had, at the very least, access to this passion where maybe you're going through life and you witness something and you like you you have this like wisdom where you kind of see the depth of what's really happening and or it could be it could be that it, it could be just a recognition of your soul's wisdom as i mean with like passion but it could also be a passion where even like getting a book you get a book on amazon and you're reading the book and the information just fills your body up with like this electrical passion frequency where you feel alive, you feel expansive. And what I found is that frequency, that passion, that excitement as Bashar calls it, is the key. It's the key to like rising above as time goes on, not right away, but above a lot of these problems. And eventually you get to learn a lot of these lessons in a much softer way where you don't need all these big, big experiences to kind of show you yourself on the inside. You get to kind of, you become more and more sensitive. You can learn in a much softer way. And the key to this sort of ascension I have found is the passion. What gives you passion? Whatever gives you passion probably has some sort of contribution factor if you were to share it, I would imagine. And what I found is the more you share this passion, the more you share your creative energy with the world, it's like the more abundance and support comes into your life. So if maybe you've watched this video and your soul agrees with me and says, yeah, yeah, intuitively, I feel you, Vic, but I'm still stooped in all these problems. Well, if, for what it's worth, if you really want a way out of all that, it's to keep doing what you're doing, keep learning from your lessons, remain forever a student, 
accept the non-linear way in which you'll go through life and take that passion energy that you feel once in a while and share it with other people in some way, shape or form. Don't keep it to yourself. You're a lot further along than you might think. Don't let your, your circumstance dictate who you are as a spirit. And the more you can know your power, know your worth, and share it freely with anybody you can, sharing your magic, your energy, your, your light with the world, then the circumstance, I promise you, will change for the better and you'll become a lot. It'll become much more representative of your preferences. But a lot of times we, we get to a point in our spiritual journey where we have to earn that by sharing what we got. Okay, my friend, thank you so much for listening. I wish you an amazing day and I'll, we'll see you next time. Much love.